0: Hello, and welcome to part two of a special edition episode of the Transfix Take podcast with SmartWay's Buddy Polovic. In this episode, we continue the conversation around Scope 3 emissions, the benefits that small fleets and owner-operators can gain with a SmartWay partnership, and more. Take a listen. Now, mm-hmm. you know, under the uh, U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, uh, March 2022's climate-related rule proposal, many companies would be required now to disclose sort of their scope three emissions, as we had discussed a little bit or touched on a little bit earlier, on a more mandatory basis for the first time. So as early as uh, fiscal year 2024, which is in, in two years. Now, can SmartWay help companies determine their scope three emissions? I, I feel like I heard you say that they that they could ahead of that reporting year, um, and, and if so, how?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Um, you know, SmartWay is designed to do just this. Um, you know, even though uh, there may be a phase in period for that SEC rule and there might be other, pro- you know, proposed elements that will change, um, you know, current SmartWay partners, uh, new SmartWay partners, future partners are going to be able to use SmartWay to meet those requirements uh, for the freight portion of their scope three reporting. Uh, in fact, because smart reporting cycle is based on each calendar year, like I was describing, um, you know, it's really in the company's interest to get started soon on this if they're not already doing so. Right. Um, this way they can get a baseline of their performance uh, for this year or next year. And uh, this helps them to get their feet wet and be, begin to track their year over year performance. Um, and of course, don't forget that this is all free and the new online platform in uh, the partner portal is very user-friendly and straightforward. Um, we have webinars and other resources that can show partners how to do this. So, we welcome them to do that. Um, but I, you know, I wanted to make a comment on that because mm-hmm. you know you hear a lot about this SEC report, um, smart reporting, other corporate social responsibility reporting. Um, I like to say, you know, the, the data is a means to an end. That's really just a starting place. Uh, we strive to help our partners to unlock that data and to use it uh, to actually improve performance. That's really what it's about, right? We want them to reduce those emissions. Um, you know, we've seen this uh, move the marketplace uh, because it increases transparency and it provides better data for decision making and procurement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing more shippers uh, put Smartway registration as a preference or a requirement in some cases in their RFPs. Oh, yeah. And we've okay. even, yeah, yeah, we've even seen some shippers adjust their rates to incentivize higher performing Smartway carriers. So you know, there's there's a lot to a lot to you know eke out of this process, and a, a lot of ways that partners can benefit from that.
0: Do you feel like you've seen that change over the years? I mean, I I feel like I have on my end here at Transfix, but you know, specifically with shippers starting to incentivize their carriers to become SmartWay certified, have you seen a nice upward trajectory? I'm setting you up here for the for the hope that it's a yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, of course, actually, I I and I really like to talk about this because I feel like you know, again, this is such a complex sector, um, yeah. but, and it's one that's often invisible to so many people. You know, I used to say that uh, freight transportation was kind of like the Cinderella of the transportation sector for so many years. And, you know, a lot of people didn't really think about it, you know, focus mm-hmm. on it, pay attention to it. Um, but that's not the case anymore. And uh, and this is a good news story because, um, uh, you know, shippers, carriers, uh, consumers are so much more focused on you know, environmental uh, impacts of greenhouse gases, um, that's driving a lot of this. And, and what we have seen is that Smartway has helped uh, freight sustainability to be a part of that business conversation. It's, it's a platform by which shippers and carriers and 3PLs can work together to, you know, to have meaningful conversations and, and, and look at data and develop action plans and targets and goals and look at their scopes and figure out ways that they can help to get help each other to get better. Um, it, it's a mutually beneficial uh, conversation. Um, everybody wins from reducing the fuel use and energy. And um, you know, it's again, I, I like to say it's a no-brainer, but we, we have seen that that conversation grow over time. And that's a big part of what we like Smart Way to do is uh, we, we work to make it a clearinghouse to facilitate the distribution of that data and information. Uh, to drive conversations and best practices and strategies, and and just keep it on the forefront of of the decision making. Not just at the level of the driver or the fleet manager operator, but we're talking about the C suite. You know, we're talking about you know others that play a role in this process, and and the consumers have a role here too. You know, we want consumers to be aware of the choices they make as you know consumers. You know, um, you know e commerce, and you know, do they have to have something? you know, that next day, or can they wait three or four days and get it and have it go by a truck or a train instead of a plane? You know, we all have a role here.
0: And yet, I think over the last couple of years, especially, uh, you know, with the onset of the pandemic and in 2020, when we saw you know, sort of the supply chain get flipped on its head with um, namely at the ports. And, uh, you know, I think it was around the holiday season where people were not getting their holiday gifts and everyone was, you know, really upset about it. I think it's just become more and more uh, cyclical than ever before, where, to your point, the C-suite has to be really concerned about where the consumer, you know, is starting to move. And I think that we have seen that uh, the consumer behavior move into a more sustainable, uh, practice, you know, whether it's down to carrying totes instead of plastic bags. I mean, and I'm talking, you know, broader environmentally here, but also figuring out what is the, uh, what is the CSR of a company that they're purchasing goods from, whatever that is, could be medicine, could be, um, you know, home goods, etc. cetera. So it's, it's a really cool thing to watch over time. And I feel like you, I mean, you've been, this is, you've been in this industry for 28 years. Is that right?
1: Uh, yes, absolutely. Right? So Mm -hmm.
0: how, how has that been for you over, over time watching this evolve?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, going back to uh, my earlier comment about EPA's awareness of this sector, you know, before SmartWay, you know, we, uh, we had a very different relationship with the, with the freight industry, the trucking industry, you know, EPA was really just seen as the regulating authority, but, you know, changing that working relationship with business and industry uh, and the freight sector really made a big difference because, Uh, Freight shippers came to the table, freight carriers. um, We have a a number of affiliates, which are, you know, key um, organizations, which, you know, work to um, drive um, improvements in the freight sector, you know, organizations like American Trucking Association or Council of Supply Chain Management and others, you know, all these companies have an interest or organizations have an interest in uh, working to reduce the environmental impact from, from freight. And um, when we kicked this program off 20 years ago, uh, we weren't really having those conversations. You know, we were kind of siloed and, and kind of doing our own thing. Um, but you know, coming up with a concept for a voluntary partnership like SmartWay uh, enabled that, that 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 conversation, that relationship building and trust building to take place. You know, you think about what it takes to get um, you know trucking companies to submit data to the EPA. You know, that takes a leap of faith, and we had to build that trust. And having them, you know, work with us to know that, you know, our primary interest is helping them to become more efficient, uh, to improve their business, to improve the sustainability of this critical freight sector. And we've seen that evolve over time. Um, and I think especially because EPA um, has a focus of working on understanding the bottom line. You know, we know right. that business and industry you know, need to be, you know, uh, financially successful in order to continue to do the good work they do. We all depend upon it. So, you know, we're very aware that the, the bottom line is, uh, in many cases, a first and foremost consideration. Um, but that's where, you know, we're, we're kind of in the sweet spot here, because there is a strong business case mm-hmm. uh, for reducing fuel use, and which reduces costs. Um, You know, fuel and carbon, you know, carbon is a leading indicator of efficiency because carbon is derived from fuel use. And so there's just a strong business case for reducing uh, those costs, which also happen to reduce those emissions. So um, I I think people are aware of that now and it's improving um, across the board.
0: So you had mentioned, um, you know, the benefits of of having a partnership with Smartway, and I want to kind of zero into that. But you know, it, it, Smartway is obviously becoming a program and partnership that many of our shipping partners talk about when it comes to s- sustainable business practices. So I would love it if you could tell us more, buddy, about how Smartway benefits the smaller fleets and those owner operators that you know they may not be aware of of the benefits.
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question, Jenny. Um, a lot of people outside of the industry don't realize that really most of our nation's freight is carried by small owner-operators, mom-and-pops, and, pops, and uh, this is really the backbone of the freight sector, and, and EPA wants to do all we can to help them to succeed in their businesses. Um, we know they have unique challenges and needs, um, and it's hard for many of them to stand out in such a competitive sector um, and compete against the big guys. Uh, you know, right. So for instance, we make it easy uh, for small carriers by providing a custom reporting platform just for them, for fleets with 10 or fewer trucks uh, that they can use on their smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We know that these operators often have older equipment um, and they're less capitalized and they don't have the resources that a lot of the big carriers have. So SmartWay helps them to become more visible. Uh, we get them ranked and rated in the program uh, for shippers looking for participating carriers. Um, It's a great way to separate themselves from the rest of the pack and to differentiate themselves from their competitors. Um, Yeah. And we also provide a lot of good technical information for them on equipment and strategies that they can access uh, for their fleet and their operations. Um, You know, we know that they don't have the capacity to test uh, or invest in a lot of expensive fuel saving devices. uh, But this is where our technology verification program comes in by, providing a good neutral source of information that they can trust mm-hmm. and what the kind of ROI they can expect from those. Um, and, and there's even things like our driver training program. This is a free online driver training e-curriculum, which teaches fuel saving driving techniques uh, to help save money. I've actually taken this training and I'm not a truck driver myself, but <laughs> it's very good. Uh, it's very engaging. And uh, you should take it too and see what you think of it, but it's, it's, it's a, a, a great program.
0: Does that, I mean, now this is a selfish, selfish question, but as a four wheel driver with that, some of those business or some of those practices translate over into, you know, driving a regular car.
1: Oh, absolutely. There are all kinds of things that you can learn, uh, progressive downshifting, you know, speed control, idle reduction, uh, lots of, lots of common sense driving techniques, uh, which, you know, get into much more sophisticated processes for drivers, but um, now, the other thing is a lot of this training also improves safety hmm. uh, and helps improve maintenance costs and things like that. So, you know, there, there are a lot of co-benefits of, of uh, improved driving practices.
0: Now, if a driver wanted to, to sign up and, and take advantage of not just the reporting, but also the e-curriculum that you'd mentioned, how would they go about doing
1: that? Just go to our website, www.epa.gov. Uh, there's a link right there on the first page for North American uh, driver training resources and a host of other things that uh, you can poke around and find, but lots of good stuff there. Awesome.
0: Now, for those businesses that are you know still in the middle of strategizing how to decrease their carbon emissions, what suggestions do you have that often become overlooked? that sort of, you know uh, the, the easy grab that businesses can do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's another great question, Jenny. Um, But first I want to say, you know, and this is kind of a misunderstanding a lot of people have about SmartWay, And that is that the program is not prescriptive. Um, EPA is not going to tell you, you have to have technology X, Y, or Z. Um, You know, these companies know their operations better than anyone, you know, each are unique and um, you know, it might not make sense to put things like advanced aerodynamics on a, you know, low speed urban delivery vehicle. Right. Um, but you know, this is where things like, um, you know, idle reduction might help in, in that scenario. You know, it's really up to the carriers to decide what works best for them. And, uh, and that's a goal of smart ways to provide those resources. So, you know, when we started doing this about 20 years ago, um, there was a lot of low hanging fruit out there, but I still think that's the case. There's a lot of opportunities for low cost or no cost innovations. Um, you know, just speed control, for example, is, is, uh, of course key. Uh, you know, we hope that drivers are trained or incentivized to do that. Um, you know, idle reduction also has a lot of potential uh, savings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did you know, Jenny, that uh, an idling truck burns almost a gallon of fuel per hour?
0: Oh, and, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah.
1: And, and and that adds up. I mean, idling is still a big issue in our country. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you add up the total cost of not only that fuel use over time, uh, but the added wear and tear and maintenance on the vehicle from those idling hours. Uh, and this is not to mention you know, those emissions which are you know, coming from the, the vehicle while it's idling. I mean, it's not doing any work. So, you know, idle reduction, that, that's a no brainer and that's, that's low hanging fruit. Um, there's a lot of options in tires, you know, uh, single white tires, low rolling resistance tires mm-hmm. can make a lot of sense, uh, especially if you're speccing new vehicles or replacing old tires. And even though these might be a little more costly upfront, they have been shown in most cases to pay for themselves over time. Um, And and then even things like, you know, their aerodynamic devices, like um, certain mud flaps or side skirts, which are relatively low cost, uh, which are are shown to easily pay for themselves in in a year or less in many cases. So uh, lots of things that, that people can focus on.
0: That's awesome. And, and, you know, we focus a lot on the carriers. Is there, is there maybe one or two sort of options that are, are in that low hanging fruit vein for our shipper partners as well?
1: Yeah, um, we uh, encourage our shippers to look at uh, things that they can do at their uh, warehouses and facilities or, you know, they can provide uh, driver comfort stations. They can post no idling signs. Uh, they can work with uh, carriers to improve scheduling and, and routing. Uh, to, you know, make those deliveries more efficient. Um, They can also, as I mentioned, incentivize carriers, you know, by, um, you know, just talking to them about what they're doing to improve performance and encourage them to, you know, do what they can, help them to understand that that carrier's scope one emissions are that shippers scope three emissions and they all benefit by working together to reduce it. So we do have a lot of technical bulletins and resources that we post uh, on, the, on the website, uh, we also routinely have webinars and other partner exchange forums where we work to help um, industry to actually share best practices with each other, because, you know, we don't pretend to have all the answers in EPA. I mean, these folks are doing the hard work on the ground, but we want them to get the recognition and visibility for their efforts. And we want them to be able to share that with, with their, their peers and the rest of the industry so that everybody can benefit.
0: You know, what I think what I enjoyed most about what you said, although I enjoyed the entire conversation, but specifically, you know, I think um, as we move forward into sort of this next chapter of the supply chain and logistics uh, and freight in general, I think the overall thesis here is that working better to working together is better. Right. And so with shippers and carriers, especially, they should be thinking about how one you know one plays off of the other and how they can be working better to to really uh forge an even stronger partnership. And, you know, through through Smart Way, that's such an excellent um overall statement there and sentiment. So I think, you know, that that's really what I took from from the conversation in, entirely.
1: Thanks, Jenny. And again, I can't emphasize enough. That's why we call it a partnership. It is a true uh working relationship. Uh, not just between the private sector, uh, but with EPA and with these other important industry associations and groups, which are all working together. Um, you know, we're all in this together. We all yeah. breathe the same air and we all have the same store shelves we have to go to to buy our groceries. So That's um, right. everybody wins from from working to improve rate efficiency.
0: Buddy, I, I thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I, it was such a pleasure. Is there anything else that you want to throw out there before I let you go today?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess the last thing I would I would want to add, thank, and thank you, Jenny. I really appreciate the opportunity and, and your team for for doing this work. You know, Jenny, we're really all in this not just for the environment, but to really help this critical economic sector to be more sustainable yeah. uh, by working to reduce fuel use. Uh, we are all strengthening our nation's energy security and our critical supply chains, and uh, consumers and business partners are much more aware of this now than ever before. So. Please keep in mind that, um, you know, if I could tell that, you know, the the drivers out there that are listening to this, you know, you're you're part of the equation. You make a big difference. We appreciate what you do. And uh, you can make an even bigger difference in your communities by, you know, taking some baby steps, seeing what you can do. Maybe drop a couple MPH off of that odometer, you know, maybe idle a little bit less. um, But you could be proud about making a difference for your country and your community. So thank you very much.
0: That's awesome, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Jenny. We'll see you next time.
0: And SmartWay is always welcome, so please come back.
1: <laughs> Anytime.
0: To learn more about SmartWay, its program, and how you can be a partner, SmartWay certified partner, that is, you can visit www.epa.gov SmartWay. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix, Inc., or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated, and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix, Inc., nor its affiliates, nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated, warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change. (laughs) Oh, my God.